the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next.
Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. What is going on? Oh, man, the Gov has been away far too long. What can we say? Life gets in the way sometimes, my people. Life gets in the way sometimes. So the Gov on a Friday night here in the Situation Room all by his lonesome first lady, probably already uh, snoring away after a long week uh, on a work trip. The first daughter probably upstairs chilling. And it is us, Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Sports done right on a Friday night. Normally we're on Tuesdays, but guess what? I get the chair out the way here. Friday was the night. What can I say? Cubs leading 3-0 over the Washington Nationals. We got Arizona and the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw on the mound. Lots of stuff going on. Let me say what up. First in the chat room, my main man, Mandelion, will be playing his drop i love it eat sleep grind repeat man de leon man you gotta hook me up with one of them drops bro you gotta hook me up man man de leon he's got the voice he's got the flow and by the way him and girly girl his uh wonderful and uh beautiful and talented better half as uh we like to say um doing big things as well so check them out Sunday nights and follow Mandelion as well. Enough with the BS podcast. I hear you, man. What's up? Thank you for coming on in. Sports done right. From a very rainy, chilly Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Man, yeah, it's getting cold out there, people. All my local folks know if you up here in the upper Midwest, Big Ten country, um, you know, fall is here. Uh, playoff baseball we got hockey started uh last night hockey is back man we got um nfl college man this is a good time of year and also tonight by the way we are definitely going to be playing you some jams as well um got a lot of good music lined up some uh independent artists some popular stuff so man it is going to be all good tonight And um, like I said, man, just settle in, drink what you drink, smoke them stogies, do what you got to do, and join Vince Wright Sports Governor. So, man, um, we're going to be talking about our Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're going down to face Purdue. And uh, for you Gopher fans that are, who know, Purdue always, always gives us trouble. And now with the uh, recent passing of uh, the former great coach, Joe Tiller, down there, let's ring the bell for him and honor his memory. And the Gophers are going to do just that as well with the decal. Uh, Joe Tiller's mustache, he, you know, he had one of them big, bushy mustaches. So the uh, Golden Gophers are going to have a little decal with the mustache on the back of their helmets. That's a, that's a real nice thing to, for them to do, so... Um, rest in peace, Coach Joe Tiller. Uh, really brought Purdue back, man. Um, really got it situated. Got the uh, program back on the right track. 
got you know quarterbacks to come down there, Orton, Drew Brees, um, and then really for a few years there, you know the train was back on the tracks. There, Boilermakers were doing big things. You know, ever since Tiller has left, we know what Purdue football has been. But with that being said, the Gophers coming off a loss last week. The Gov was there live. And Maryland found a way with their running backs to to really pick us apart. And let me tell you, man, Gophers better be set tomorrow because with this emotion of of Coach Tiller, who, you know, loved down there in, in Indiana and the West Lafayette area, this – look – this could, this could be a very interesting game. So, hope Coach P.J. Fleck has got our boys ready to go down there in West Lafayette tomorrow. Uh, Golden Gophers and the Purdue Boilermakers. Get into a little bit more about that. Vikings, Sam Bradford practiced today. He said he, fell, he, said he feels good. Uh, we'll get into that a little later. Um, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Just – I. I I don't want to say I have a bad feeling, but I'm just not sold on on his knee. And I look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's back. I hope he can do some things. But I'm just not sold just yet. So the next 24 hours are going to be key for Sam Bradford and see what's going on. Want to welcome Clutch Talk Sports up in the mix. What's going on, Clutch Talk? Appreciate you coming through, man. Um, everybody, by the way, on Spreaker.com, follow Clutch Talk Sports as well. Big Larry in the house, the chairman of the board of my other podcast family, IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. <laughs> as Larry would like to say with that Larry energy. Larry B., appreciate you coming through. By the way, man, I just did a fantastic interview Um Kind of a point counterpoint type of thing with Larry. Uh, I was representing Minnesota Vikings, um, and um, Larry, help me out. Who did we have on again? I, f- I forgot his name. L- horrible radio etiquette, I know, but um, I got a little bit of the interview here. We'll play a little bit of that as well. Like I said, we're gonna have some some jams, some back in the day, some good old R and B, some hip hop, and uh, some other music as well. Man, might they even throw a little. Little country in there for our um hey and, and speaking of which, man, you know, obviously prayers and condolences to all the victims and everybody out in Las Vegas. I got a lot of friends that live out there. Um I, one of my Facebook uh, friends, girl I went to high school with said her son was at the same festival the weekend before. You never know what's what's gonna happen, what you're walking into, man. But um prayers up. Um I just, I don't get it. Not going to try and figure it out tonight, but I just wanted to say, um, you know, condolences and, and definitely prayers up to all those victims out there. And, um, you know, Gov will get a little political on the show coming up soon. Um, we're going to ditch the sports. We're going to talk about some things that are just happening in the country right now. And, uh, you know, maybe take some live calls. But anyway, I digress. That is a show for another night. Tonight, it's a little sports, a whole lot of music. We're going to be jamming, man. So I hope you guys got uh, whatever it is you like to do, drink, whatever. Settle in here with the Gov at the Governor's Mansion. And we're going to have some fun, man. So um, with that being said, I'm going to take a very, well, we'll take the first kind of musical interlude here. 
When we come back, we're going to get in some football talk, college and pro. We're going to get into the chat room. Larry, that was it was an awesome segment. One of the best primetime showdown uh, we've had on three and out. And by the way, follow Larry B and, and his shows as well. Larry. You know, he we got a, a lot of hardest working men in podcasting. Larry is definitely one of them, man. And yeah, I, let me tell you something. The um, primetime showdown is a phenomenal segment. And I wish I would have thought of it myself, Larry. But let me tell you something, man. Great job over there, my friend. And um, to all you podcasters and hosts doing it. Nick Marino, that's right. The Bears Brothers Podcast. Make sure you follow Nick Moreno, the Bears, and it's duh, like duh Bears, D-A Bears Brothers Bros. Listen, God, I am all over the place, and I haven't even cracked open my Heineken yet. And his name, Nick Moreno, the Bears Bros Podcast. That's it. Uh, iTunes, probably Spreaker, and a whole bunch of other outlets. Make sure you Google And I want to welcome the queen of Georgia football and the UGA campus herself. When this lady walks around Athens, people pay homage. When this lady is on campus, the gentlemen just swoon after her. She is the one and only Thorny Switch, the Savannah queen. I want to thank you for joining the little sports done right tonight, Thorny. crowd favorite as you can hear settle down settle down we're here the gov's mansion situation room and let me tell you something man i couldn't have it either any other way tonight really could man gonna have a lot of fun a lot of good music and um some sports talk gonna talk about thorny and her georgia bulldogs sec football I ask you this about the SEC conference. How do you guys feel about it? Now, I know if we, if we if you don't live down south, you have a very negative view of it. But look, in all honesty, man, it's really just been Alabama and everybody else the past few years. And the everybody else's of that conference, quite honestly, not overly impressive. You know, and I think with recent victories by other conferences, namely our conference, the Big Ten, and in some bowl games, and you know, Ohio State national champions, the reemergence of Pennsylvania State, excuse me, the Pennsylvania State, not the Ohio State, the Pennsylvania State University. Well, I think the Big Ten's right there now. I, Alabama is the, forget the 800-pound elephant, man. It's the 2,000-pound elephant in the room. And every year Nick Saban's there, I believe they will be relevant. A down year for Alabama is finishing outside the top four. Now, Larry's saying he's picking Georgia and, and Alabama for an SEC championship. I know Thorny would love to see that. Being right in Atlanta, too. And Thorny, if you're listening, definitely make your uh, your thoughts known here in the Spreaker.com chat room. What is it going to take for your Bulldogs to maybe beat Alabama? 
to reestablish themselves because Georgia's, you know, top 10 preseason every year, just about top 15. But just somewhere along the way, the Bulldogs just find a way to lose a game they should win. Um, I don't know. Let's see what Thorny Switch says in our chat room. And by the way, folks, the phone lines are open, 651-968-0124. I'll get that number in the chat room as well. Um, We're going to be playing some music here shortly, get in some other stuff. I cannot wait. Um, Thorny says, yes, very few or excuse me, yes, few years, Bama, but before the SEC was still winning championships, Tennessee, LSU, and Florida. Yeah, the, and cannot forget the the Florida Tebow years and all that. I, that's a very good point, LSU. You know, they got their national championship. And, you know, Tennessee, obviously, for a long time. Um, here's the thing. I was watching an old tape. I, the Music City Bowl, Minnesota, I think this was back in 04 or whatever, we beat Alabama. <laughs> That's how low the Bama program was. They're losing to Minnesota in, in you know, second-rate bowl games. Larry says Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, LSU, Ole Miss. Laugh out loud down here for the majority of the SEC. That's exactly my point, sir. That is exactly my point. Well, let's do this. We're going to get into a little music here. Uh, play a couple tunes when we come back we're going to continue the college football talk because we do got some games go popping off tomorrow um locally gopher fans big big game man because look if gophers lose this tomorrow go oh and two in the big 10 with that last stretch just literally two weeks away where we're playing wisconsin iowa nebraska i mean forget about it so we're gonna see if pj fleck has this team ready uh, Sam Bradford again talking about he seems ready to play. I don't know. We'll see what Coach Zimmer has to say. Vince Wright, you can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Make sure you follow Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com as well. You can search Sports Done Right, my last name, W R I G H T, or just search Vince Wright as well. Um, Facebook, make sure you follow Sports Done Right. We got a fun Facebook group. Kind of get your uh, daily drip of sports information and other fun things there. Make sure you uh, sign or sign up. Listen to me. Make sure you come on over, ask to join. It is a private group, so the gov does have to say okay. Otherwise, I beat your, your ass out of there. And by the way, the Dodgers strike first with a big home run in the bottom of the first inning they're already up three nothing dodger stadium going wild hey, oh i'm trying to see who who knocked this i don't know but man this stadium is going nuts puig's on deck dodgers coming to play oh it looks like turner got the jack so turner with a 3-1 bomb Thorny Switch says every conference gets down. What's your point at Cycle Code? No, very, very good point. Very good point. But I'm just saying because we hear so much about the SEC, and obviously, look, they earned it. They dominated forever here recently. You know, not necessarily taking shots here, but I'm just saying that, you know, outside of Alabama, it's just kind of everybody else. So let's see who in that group can maybe rise up, as they say in Atlanta. Get busy with it and uh, take down the 
the, the literal, like I said, 2,000 pound elephant in the room. Larry, but as for Bama and Georgia, they're more th- thanks likely going to meet up in the SEC championship. Hey, I would love to see it. I, I've always kind of respected and liked Georgia. I would love to see them get back to that status. And, you know, they seem to be right there on the edge. Obviously, a phenomenal football program. Um, you know, old school, lot, lots and lots of talent that comes out of UGA. We're just going to see if somebody else can rise up besides Alabama. So I would love to see it. A Georgia. Hell, at this point, you know, Florida, but they're, you know, ever since they got beat down by Michigan, they're still kind of, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, folks, it was yesterday was the, I think it was the the anniversary of Prince. First playing First Avenue here, then known back in the day as Sam's, then it went to uh, Uncle Sam's Bar. Before it became First Avenue, the iconic former Greyhound bus stop that everybody knows from the legendary movie Purple Rain. And everybody who grew up here in Minneapolis and St. Paul just knows as uh, one of the funkiest nightclubs to ever be. With that being said, we will start off with a little Prince. Keep that chat room going. I'm going to get into the chat here, Thorny. 2012 rematch is possible. No Rick, so we have a chance. <laughs> yes. Mark Rick and uh, by the way, uh, Coach Rick got uh, his Hurricanes got a big interstate rivalry game tomorrow that we used to live for every college football fan, Miami and Florida State. Obviously, that rivalry has fallen off a little bit, but you know, I grew up loving the Hurricanes. I'll be checking it out, and we'll see. I mean, Miami once again, very quietly, about to be on the verge of you know sneaking into the top ten. But just when they always do that these past few years, the Hurricanes find a way to lose the game. All right, we'll be right back here again. Sports done right. Late night Friday. Gonna go into some chill mode. Now we're gonna play a little music for you, and we'll be back and talk some sports. Minnesota Timberwolves. I know it's only preseason. But I really do like what I'm seeing so far. So we'll get into that as well. Sports done right with the purple Prince himself. Prince Rogers Nelson kicking us off here. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. 
with the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. We'd like to welcome the one and only Roth Buff to Sports Done Right. Match game PM. What up, Ruff? Thorny switch to two Georgia fans. Oh, another fun Friday night. Sports done right. We got more music, more sports, and everything for Ruff Buff. Ruff, uh, hey man, first off, Ruff almost landed yet another hole-in-one I saw on Facebook there the other day. Congratulations, sir. I, I, I wish I knew the feeling. I've only been that close once, so um, big Ruff doing his thing. Uh, UGA is his team in college football. I never knew Ruff's team. You know, we all know, he, you know he's a Buffalo cat, Bills, all that fun stuff, but he's a Georgia dude, so... Him and Thorny going back and forth. Larry B in here as well. And like I said, man, I'm just chilling on a Friday night. I wanted to get on because I wasn't able to get on Tuesday um, like I wanted to. Just a lot of stuff going on, trying to make some changes, do some things here. But anyway, let's talk a little Golden Gopher football, man. All right, so we already talked about the Gophers. They're playing Purdue in what is a very, very interesting game all of a sudden. Like I said, they are honoring Joe Tiller by wearing the little mustache uh, stickers on their helmets. So good job there, Gophers. Uh, defense, man, defense got to get reestablished here because they got sliced and diced like a Ginsu knife last week against the University of Maryland. And uh, I, I, you know, excuse me for forgetting the Maryland running back's name, man. But that dude, the offensive line opened up holes that I haven't seen on the Gopher defense in a couple years. Lots of uh, open spaces to run, and Maryland definitely capitalized and uh, came away with the win here in Minneapolis last week. And let me tell you something: a couple Maryland fans made the trip. They were sitting down there behind me. Got, got the. Talk to them a little bit. And Maryland's team on the rise. You know, will they ever be some type of national power? Eh, they may every once in a while put together a little team. But they looked real nice. And by the way, they pulled off that win with their third string quarterback as well. So doubly embarrassing for the Gophers there. But uh, big John Celestine on the defense. He had uh, six tackles, I think, last week. Really need him to take command here of this defense this week. Uh, the good thing that I did like about the Gophers last week was the tight end play. Brandon Lingen, Nate Wozniak, Nate Wozniak, the six foot ten. That's right, the six foot ten tight end that the Gophers up until last week really, I mean, just used the block. And it's amazing because with that height, just throw it up to him, man. Um, one thing that was troubling last week, and Coach P.J. Fleck has also talked about this a little bit, he doesn't want to get the quarterback hurt, so on these read option plays, you have Connor Rhoda, the quarterback, basically handing it off. There is no option. Now, there were five times, trust me, because me and my guest at the game counted 
five times that if he would have kept the ball, he probably would have had uh, at least 20 to 30 yards on scampers. Quick hit, and I get it. You know, gophers are so thin all the way around. Injuries are, are the thing that's really going to set this team back. So I understand what the coach is, is, where he's coming from, what he's saying. But look, man, this is football, and you're trying to win games, and especially in the early half here because the Gophers, you know, like I said, that back end, that last month of the season is so loaded, you know, with the rivalry game with Wisconsin, Nebraska, Iowa. Um, you know, I think we got I'll, – I'll pull it up here in a second. But so these early victories – or what it's all about. Let me get in this chat room here real quick. <laughs> oh, so who's on the download? Well, I, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Rough Buffs is asking Thorny Switches if it is true that Thorny has a Donald Trump tattoo. <laughs> and Thorny says no Rough Pence tattoo on her upper thigh. All right. Hey. Go ahead, Mr. Vice President. <laughs> But anyway, um, so speaking on tomorrow, what is it going to take? Gophers got to reestablish the uh, offense that they had, the, um, you know, a nice even keel offense. Defense has really got to tighten up all all aspects. You know, there were uh, passes that were uh, complete that should not have been complete last week against Maryland. Uh, again, the defensive line, which has really been a good trademark here the past couple of years of go for football, really got lost last week. And also just the play calling in general from the sidelines. Let's not let uh, Coach Fleck and the staff off just yet as well, because I'm sitting there, man, and I'm like, do something. Run a misdirection. Just shake it up a little bit. It just became predictable. And look, Minnesota – has a hard enough time drawing fans and trying to fill that stadium. It's only 50,000. It had a weird vibe just in the crowd last week until the Gophers kind of got going in the second half a little bit, but it was just odd. And, and people really, you know, talking amongst themselves or, you know, talking with the, the people that sit around me, just really perplexed at the play calling for the first time during PJ Flex uh, era here. But anyway, want to welcome the one and only from the bottom podcast. What's up, my man? Appreciate you coming through here on a Friday night. Thank you so much, sir. Oh, and the, the crowd loves it, by the way. Checking in from Dallas, Texas. Ben. BS3 Sports, Ben Sutter third. He is the host of BS3 Sports. And again, out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, big fan of North Carolina basketball, football, all things blew up there. But Ben, welcome so much. And Rough Buff giving props to the Minnesota Lynx. And yes, let's give the Lynx some love. I get it. You know, the WNBA has definitely taken a lot of shots ever since its inception. I've I've thrown some darts here and there early on. You know, and, and people would always talk about, you know, it's if it wasn't for the NBA that has to kind of prop it up financially, this, this, and that. Let me tell you something. Who cares? 
If you like women's basketball, great. Almost 15,000 people on the campus of the University of Minnesota to watch that championship game. Um, The Lynx, and plus the Lynx have played in two different arenas this year. uh, The home court where the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves also play Target Center. Downtown Minneapolis is just about done, gone through a total remodel and regutting of the entire arena. So that should be ready in time for the Timberwolves. But the Lynx then had to head over uh, 10 minutes east of downtown Minneapolis. And that's how close the cities are. That's why they're the Twin Cities. Downtown St. Paul, Minnesota at the XL Energy Center, which is home to the Minnesota Wild Hockey Team. So anyway, they went over there, played most of their season. But then guess what? Hockey season hit and the Minnesota Wild needed their arena back. So the University of Minnesota opens up their doors, brings home uh, the the team. Now, here's the interesting thing here. Williams Arena was built in 1925, I think, somewhere around there. Very old historic basketball and formerly hockey arena. There are two arenas that are connected. Anyway, no air conditioning. So with that being said, They had to bring over the biggest, most heinous-looking contraption outside. It almost looks like Mr. Octopus's arms or something and uh, hook it up and uh, provide AC while the Lynx finished up the season there as well. So, But great job, Maya Moore, uh, Lindsey Whalen, the former Minnesota Gopher uh, friend and teammate of my sister, Kim Bell, by the way, when uh, they were teammates at the University of Minnesota. Lindsey Whalen has done has saved women's basketball in this state. Um, she probably has the key to every city. Seems to be a great person. I know my sister loves her. They hang out. Um, I don't, you know, uh, a lot still, and a lot of the uh, teammates from those Gopher years still hang out. So props to them. Props to the ladies. And hey, four rings in seven years for them. See if they can keep it going. Yes, sir. And make sure you follow everybody in here on Spreaker.com in the chat room. And let's welcome, uh, I see the Cowboy star. So that's got to be the big man, Truck D, in the hizzle. Well, shoot, man. How about them Cowboys? I don't know. But um, anyway, just finish off the Gopher thoughts here. It's going to be a very, very interesting game. It's going to be a close game. Gophers, if they can get their minds right and get it back together and just get that uh, defensive line playing like they did in the first three games, I think the Gophers can eke out, you know, probably a, let's call it a 20, Maybe 31, 24, 35, 24, somewhere in that range. Yeah, Truck, I missed that. Yeah, I wish I could have saw you and all the homies down at a Doug Stewart celebration. TDSS, the Doug Stewart show, our kind of podcast mentor, uh, him and Ryan, the two live stews. uh, Again, the third year of uh, Doug's celebration of his show and everything two live stews. 
Uh, wish I could have made it down, my man, but unfortunately, life got in the way this time. But um, anyway, let's just take a quick little break here, Vince Wright. I'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and you know me from the Sports Done Right show. But when I'm not doing Sports Done Right, I'm in the executive mansion chilling with the Wait a Minute show. That's right, Jelani, Lopan, indeed. Keep it tuned here, y'all. The Wait a Minute show. My name is Vince Wright, and I approve this message. I got you, Jelani. What's up? We are back. Just had to get a couple drops in. X Squad, X Squad Affiliates.com. Because this is an ex-squad affiliate podcast. That's right. Vince Wright, sports governor. Sports done right. Um, Two and a half years in, almost three years in doing the podcast. Getting love from all over the world. And, you know, the other thing, too, just really starting to interact and meet some nice people. Um, People starting to get at me at Twitter and, um, you know, direct messaging. So, man, I appreciate that. Keep it going again at the Big Smooth One, Vince Wright, the number one. Um, and, yes, always next year, Thorny. Yeah, I saw all the pictures of the TDSS celebration. And, yeah, heart was heavy, man. I really wish uh, me and Angie could have been down there this year. But we'll be down there. We might actually be in Atlanta um, a little later this fall. So um, it won't be TDSS, but we can still make some things happen. All right, um, back to some college football here. Um, Big Ten, uh, got some things happening. Penn State impressing still. Uh, JT Barrett, just when people were starting to get on his back and ride him, he comes through with another clutch performance. And then there's still Michigan sitting out there as well. We got Michigan State and Michigan, by the way, tomorrow. It's going to be very, 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 very interesting. Because for Michigan State, this is the comeback game. This is the comeback game from that awful, and I'll just say it, shitty season (laughs) last year. I don't know. And then you had the dark horses of the Big Ten West, Northwestern. They're hosting Pennsylvania State tomorrow, number four team in the country. Man, first off, got to give um, a lot of love to James Franklin. Uh, he, he just seems to be a cool coach. He, you know, he, he's taking some heat out there. He's had to deal with all, you know, the paternal and Sandusky issues, all kinds of stuff. And, and here he is. He created this team. He got it back together. And now, um, and obviously with the Big Ten championship game and the way uh, they came back and beat Wisconsin, and again, Wisconsin blowing a, a Big Ten championship game. But Penn State, 5-0, and 2-0 in conference, hitting the road, traveling on out to Chicagoland. Evanston to be precise, as, by the way, Dodgers up 4 nothing. 
And with the leading Heisman uh, candidate, Squan Barkley. And, I mean, that dude is amazing. That dude is amazing. I mean, I've seen him uh, slice and dice, cut it up on these people out here. And, you know, I mean, Penn State's going to be for real, y'all. They're going to be for real. So keep an eye on that game. Does Northwestern have a chance? I Sure, everybody has a chance. But nah. That's a noon kickoff. Eastern time, I believe. And Penn State's just going to be ready to do it, man. I think they're focused. I think they know what's on the line. They seem to be, you know, hey, it's championship or nothing. I mean, Penn State's, they're positioned. Um, You know, I was reading an article on uh, the PSU Sports website earlier. And Coach Franklin also talks about the speed on this Penn State team. You know, you don't think of Big Ten football where speed and, you know, that's all SEC, ACC. But on the defensive side, um, let me check my notes here. Brent Pry. Penn State, by the way, they're only giving up 9.4 points a game. Nine points a game. They'll be ready. They will definitely be ready. All right, again, sports done right. Not really working out for Lovey Smith just yet in Illinois. I don't I don't know. I just I don't think Lovey's the fit down there and it's just it's gonna take somebody else, I think, to turn that one around. Really do. Love Lovey. But I just don't know. All right, sports fans. Whoops, I'm sorry, having some technical issues here. Let's make sure we get this rolling again. That's what happens when you're rolling live on a Friday night. Spreaker.com chat rooms. Quan Barkley, 574 yards, leading all Big Ten rushers. Uh, no surprise there. Um, followed by Mr. Dobbins out of Ohio State. Got Robert Smith, the Minnesota back. He has 310 yards. He's tied for seventh. And really, we do got to start getting our running backs off because we got such talent there. You know, there there were people saying that the Gophers probably had the top three back tandem in the nation. Shannon Brooks, Rodney Smith. Um, forgot the uh, other gentleman's name just offhand here, but they got to get it going. They have got to get it going. Let's take a look at our quarterbacks here. Sports done, right? Talking a little Big Ten football. We'll get into some of the other big national games here in a moment. Trace McSorley, PSU's quarterback, man. Guy's a beast. Guy's a beast. 1,300 yards already. 
JT Barrett over 1,200 yards. Um, you got Lee down in Nebraska. Uh, who do we got? Uh, Big Nate Stanley. I, I mean, some quarterback talent here. I like, I really, you know, I've really come to like Miss McSorley. I love his attitude. And really just the turnaround to Penn State. He's been a big part of it, and his coach loves him. Um, I think this is year number two for Lovey. And and, and at this point, too, and, and Thorny, I think it's just the program in Illinois. You know, Illinois is just, it's a, you know, it's a football program that has obviously had success in the past. Um, most recently with Ron Zook. Uh, I think they, they went to the Rose Bowl. The name with uh, Juice Williams. But, you know, that was over, I think that was 10 years ago, early to mid-2000s. And they have just really fallen on some hard times. But always been a basketball school. Has given you some Hall of Fame football talent. But I, I hope he can turn it around, but I'm just not hopeful because, like I said, not so much him and, and not being a good coach, anything like that. I just think that that Illinois program is in a very, very weird spot right now. That's all I am saying. Thank you. Illinois is trash. Only Jesus could turn that program around in less than three years. Oh, of course. Like I said, um, used to have a, a lot of talent, made some Rose Bowls before, but they are just in a very, very odd spot. So, all right, let's do this. We'll come back. We're going to finish out the college football talk. We'll talk a little NFL. Oh, man, so much to get into. Again, Dodgers up 4-0. I believe the Cubs won earlier. Um, Yankees, by the way, Yankees come back and even up their series with Cleveland. I know Jersey Byrne, the chief rocker, Mr. Cabal himself. Very happy gentleman today. But make sure you keep it tuned here. Vince Wright with 50 Cent. At the Sports Go. Sports done right. We'll be right back. Catch stunts in my 745. You drive me crazy, shorty. I need to see you and feel you next to me. I provide everything you need, and I like your smile. I don't want to see you cry. Got some questions that I gotta ask, and I hope you can come up with the answers, baby. Girl, it's easy to love me now, but you love me if I was down. And how would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down? And how would you still have love for me, If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I didn't smell so good, would you still hug me? If I got locked up and sent this to a quarter century, could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? If I went back to a hoopty for my bands, would you poof and disappear like some of my friends? If I was hit and I was hurt, would you be by my side? If it was time to put in work, would you be down to ride? i get out and peel a nigga cap and chill and drive. I'm asking questions to find out how you feel inside. If I ain't rap, cause I flip burgers at Burger King. 
Would you be ashamed to tell your friends, you feeling me? In the bed, if I use my tongue, would you like that? If I wrote you a love letter, would, would you write back? Now we can have a little drink, you know, a nightcap And we can go do what you like, I know you like that Girl, it's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me? Girl, it's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me? Now would you girl? leave me if you father Find out I was thugging Do you believe me when I tell you You the one I'm loving Are you mad cause I'm asking you 21 questions Are you my soulmate cause if so Girl you're a blessing Do you trust me enough To tell me your dreams I'm staring at you trying to figure how you got in them jeans If I was down would you say things to make me smile I treat you how you wanna be treated Just teach me how If I was with some other chick and someone happened to see And when you asked me about it, I said it wouldn't meet this. Would you believe me or believe me? How deep is our bond if that's all it takes for you to be gone? We only humans, girl, we make mistakes. To make it up, I do whatever it takes. I love you like a fat kid love cake. You know my style, I say anything to make you smile. Girl, it's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love Could for you love me in a bed? Could you love me on a bus? I'll ask 21 questions And they all about us Could you love me in a bed? Could you love me on a bus? I'll ask 21 questions And they all about us
man de Leon. De Leon. <laughs> Number one, she rock man Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk sport. Shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X squad, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. Sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That what we do. Sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. Ha, that's what we do. you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. This is a podcast. The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, the sports governor up north. But I can also throw that little southern chime on you as well. Everybody, well, thorny, rough buff, you Georgia fans out there as we move out of Big Ten country. The Georgia Bulldogs have landed the nation's top quarterback prospect Justin Fields five stars not three stars not four five mofo stars for the one and only Justin Fields baby and he has issued a verbal commitment to the University of Georgia at Athens congratulations to him we got a little crowd must be a little tipsy y'all a little slow acting tonight 
Yeah, we got you. Anyway, congratulations to this young man. Uh, see if he can, like we were just talking about a little earlier, put Georgia over the top. Six foot three, 221 pounds, the ever popular dual threat signal caller. Comes to you from Kennesaw, Georgia. Yeah, Thorny, yes, sir, indeed. Um, and this comes from CBSSports.com, by the way. It was it was believed that Florida would be his uh, number one pick, but Fields' recruitment opened up and uh, included Alabama, Auburn, Florida State, Louisiana State, um, after he decommitted from Penn State. So congratulations. He's staying home. Georgia lands Justin Fields. Um, can't wait to see what becomes of this young man. We're going to follow his career as well. Let me jump in the chat room here. Um, again, 651-968-0124, 651-968-0124. If you want to call in on the go's little red phone. And uh, how about the top of the table in the Premier League right now? Manchester City, Manchester United. How are you feeling about that, Gov? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Gov's going to throw some soccer knowledge on you, man. It must be Friday night. And uh, there must be something besides some Pepsi in this little uh, cup of mine here. But the Gov has always been down. Say it with me, baby. Manchester City, MC. That's right. Manchester City is the Gov squad. Uh, hey. Love the rivalry. Uh, one of the few soccer games I actually sit down and, and kind of watch a little bit of. But I'm down with Manchester City. That's how the gut feels about it, Larry. How do you feel about it? Um, while the music was playing, we were Larry reminded us um, about hockey. And by the way, the Chicago Blackhawks last night, my squad putting it on them Penguins. Standing eight count. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. That's like 100 points in football. Crazy. In Pittsburgh. After ring ceremonies, because by the way, the Pittsburgh Penguins are the defending Stanley Cup champions. Gee, man. Oh, I love it. The home team, Minnesota Wild, lost to Detroit 4-2 last night. Wild were out there. Detroit uh, opened their new uh, Little Caesars Arena as they are now bringing hockey. Well, hockey was always downtown in the Joe Louis Arena, but now the Pistons will be playing in this arena as well, Um, you know, bringing them back from the Burbs out in the Auburn Hills. But, That's what's going down. Thorny says, Georgia's always got great recruits, Larry. Uh, Former coach didn't know how to develop those kids. Speaking of Mark Rick, Clutch Talk Sports says, Red Devils all the way. Love you, man. (laughs) Manchester City, haha, that's right. That is right. And Larry also says, congrats to Georgia. They know the SEC currently goes through Bama, so they're doing all they can to lend the best recruits possible. Yeah, that hey, that's cool. They got their uh, star uh, hometown lad or home state lad there to come back home. Very, very cool. Again, we got uh, 
Miami, Michigan, LSU. And, oh, LSU coming off that embarrassment to Troy. Ed Ogeron already in trouble down south on the bayou. More than my belly. Why? What you doing, coach? <laughs> now I'm an LSU dude. I, that, like, when you're up north, we would all, me and all my friends, we'd say, all right, if you could roll with one team down south, who you rolling with? And I always just thought there was something about LSU, Death Valley at night. And I'll put the picture up on the Facebook page because uh, the wife had a work trip down there. And we actually, or I actually got on the field at a homecoming game down there one year. But yeah, Ed Ogeron. And um, I'm going to tell you, man. Got all the love. Just a little bit ago, and and one team from Troy, Alabama comes through. And apparently not a horribly impressive Troy team. I mean, Troy's, you know, they've always kind of had a player or two here and there. No, it is Alabama. But, man, to go into Death Valley, homecoming, and do this, and now Ed Ogeron's not only on the hot seat, he's in the, in the electric chair, man. And this gov can't give you no reprieve. We'll talk about NC State in a second there, Larry. Talk about these hurricanes. Look, it's time for Miami to put up or shut up. It's that simple. If you're going to try to return to any aura of what you were, you got to start winning big games all the time. So let's start with tomorrow. And I love this article here. Again, uh, CBSSports.com. Let me see who wrote. Dennis Dodd. And we've we've referenced Dennis Dodd before. He's a really uh, good college football writer. Um, you know, if you want to kind of spread your wings from the ESPN, ESPN.com, ESPN, whatever's of the world, check out Dennis Dodd here on CBS Sports. But here he is going after you, you, us, Miami fans. He goes, here's an idea. Play someone besides Bethune, Cookman, Toledo, and Duke. Win the ACC Coastal. It's going on 14 years of a offer since joining the ACC. Now, remember, when Miami jumped to this conference, everybody thought it was going to be Miami and everybody else. Miami, Florida State, everybody else. Oh, and in this seven-game losing streak to your biggest rival. (laughs) He called it, man. He called it. The standard at Miami is competing for for a national championship. Beating an offensively challenged Florida State is still beating FSU. If not on Saturday, then win Canes with the question mark. If you can't beat this team, beat up, kind of run down, when are you going to beat Florida State? Thorny Switch says Les Miles is laughing his ass off. He sure is. Les Miles trying to get the gopher job last year before they hire P.J. Fleck. Larry says the U. Uh, Larry also says, I like Coach O at SC, 
But it is what it is. Coach Helton's doing well for us. Larry B. Well, let's see what they can do. The Notre Dame game was pretty good a few weeks ago. That game said a lot about both teams, and that was a little further back, so I'm kind of reading in the Spreaker.com chat room out of sequence. Again, this is Sports Done Right Friday night. We're going to be uh, playing some really cool jams, some mellow cuts from the ladies coming up. Um, what else we got going on? We're talking college football. Got some big games going on tomorrow in all the conferences. Make sure you shoot, just turn on the TV, man. You're going to find something. So um, that's what's going on there. Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow. Again, this is kind of a game that uh, D'Antonio's team, if they can find a way to win, maybe they can really turn it around and get something positive going. Michigan State for a long time. Um, as Michigan refers to him as baby brother, well, baby brother rose up for a few years and uh, kicked big brother in the nads, if you know what I mean. So um, this is going to be a real fun game. I cannot wait to see this game tomorrow. And make sure you check it out. Big Ten got a lot of good games going. Uh, Bama's Bama. You know, Bama's Bama. We, we won't talk about them till the end of the season. Want to welcome our main man, Big L. Cubs win. Cubs win. Fly the W. Big L in the house. Thank you for tuning in on the road listening. That's right. Drive safely, my brother. Big L, originally from Chicago like yours, truly now living in Little Rock, Arkansas, representing them Razorbacks, Pig Suey, and all that fun stuff. But uh, moving down the list, let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, by the way, Troy plays Alabama, don't they? And let's see. Let's check out the college rankings here on Sports Done Right. Friday night, late night edition. Bama still on top, number one. And again, I'm rolling with the AP poll here. You got Clemson, number two. Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. As Keith Jackson, you say, whoa, Nelly, let me tell you about them Sooners. Well, Oklahoma holding on at number three. Um, if we can, oh, we got a little technical difficulties here. Oh, there we go. Oops, there it went. You know, can the sports gov get a staff? I mean, honestly, putting in the time. Oh, man. Sorry about that, my peoples. I'll pull that back up in a second. All right. Here we go. Finally, Oklahoma three, Penn State four, Thorny and Rough Buffs, Georgia Bulldogs number five. See, here we go again. Georgia poised. Let's see what they can do with their positioning because right on the hills, you got a squad from out west you want to keep an eye on. A team out of Seattle, the University of Washington, the Huskies looking good at number six. Michigan, seven. Texas Christian University. Here come the Horned Frogs. Number eight, Wisconsin Badgers. Oh, it pains Minnesota sports governor to say it. But 
you know, respect has always have to be given to Wisconsin. Number nine, you know, always top 10 in football and basketball, cold weather state. And it, it is a testament to two things. Wisconsin at Madison is a great party school. And it really, really, really is. And they just find a way to win. Ohio State rounds out the top 10. Four Big Ten teams in the top 10 so far. Now now it gets interesting. Washington State, number 11, with their nice little win at home over USC last week. So congrats to the uh, Washington State Cougars. Then we got Auburn, 12, Miami, 13, Southern Cal, 14, Oklahoma State, 15, followed by Virginia Tech, Louisville, South Florida. Good to see South Florida in that program kind of rebounding, um, coming out of Tampa Bay. And look at this. I haven't said this, I think, since Marshall Falk went here, people. San Diego State is a top 20 team. Congrats. Rounding out the last little bit, Utah, Florida, Notre Dame, West Virginia, North Carolina State, and the University of Central Florida. And that has probably been one of the problems for schools like Miami, so many other Division I programs in the state of Florida now. North Carolina State, big win, big win at home last weekend, 39-25 to 25 over said Louisville Cardinals. They are on the road at Pittsburgh tomorrow. That's noon Eastern time. And look at this, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they started off, so losing at South Carolina, come back, kind of, you know, get it going. The big win at Florida State. They keep it going, win the next week up at Syracuse, and then bring it back home. And then what looked to be a blackout game, and they hold on and win against Louisville. You figure they got to be uh, favorites uh, to take on the Panthers tomorrow in Pittsburgh. And then the following week, if if they don't look past Pittsburgh and can get that win, they'll be six and one going into the October twenty eighth game at Notre Dame. And man, all of a sudden that would be something. Larry says, "Let's go Aztecs!" <laughs> exactly. Big L in there saying, "What up to everybody?" Troy almost knocked off Clemson last season. That's right. Thank you for reminding me, Larry. This team is no joke, and the Sun Belt is a good conference. Very well. Yeah, well said. Well said. So, you know, this week uh, we'll give this team kind of some special love. I mean, North Carolina State University, it has been a very long time since we've really heard of anything coming out of NC State. So props to see the football team back on solid grounding. And we'll see if they can keep it going against Pittsburgh and set up the big tilt, the big tilt with the University of Notre Dame. 
Then there's all, yes, there's still Clemson sitting out there for him as well. So that's the AP Top 25. (laughs) Still cracking up Larry and his San Diego State Aztec reference there. But um, hats off to San Diego State. that's, That's cool. That's cool. I wonder if Miami's ready for tomorrow. Seven game losing streak. And I just, I'm just, look, as a Hurricane fan who still hopes somehow, some way, somehow, someday that this squad can get back to being a national title contender on a regular basis. We'll see what Coach Rick has in mind down there and uh, what he's going to try and do tomorrow. I don't know, but Miami, you got to put up or shut up, man. It's a 2.30 start time here in the Central, 3.30 Eastern time. They are on the road at Tallahassee. That's going to make it that much more interesting. Big L says Arkansas State versus Troy uh, before the Sun Belt Conference Championship. Thorny says hope not. And uh, former Minnesota twin, Tory Hunter, whose uh, one son is a receiver at Notre Dame. His other son's a receiver at Arkansas State. So we will see. We will see. All righty. This is a podcast. All right, man. So I was on Larry B's show a little earlier today. I'm not going to play this full uh, interview, uh, the primetime uh, showdown, as he calls it. Uh, He had a uh, Bears fan come on. He had me come on representing the Vikings. We had a lot of fun with this segment. I'm I'm just going to play probably the first just few minutes of it here because the whole thing's almost a half hour, so we're not going to do that. But um, I just wanted to share a little bit, A, because Larry does a great job on his show. Uh, Let's start getting him some support over there at IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Um, so again, this was me on three and out with Larry B a little earlier. Um, take a listen. Vince Wright sports gov will be right back with you. We got more great music coming as well, especially for the ladies out there on a Friday night. So guys, if the chicks are around, we're going to get them ready for you. But anyway, Vince Wright sports governor on three and out Larry B IE sports radio the show it is an honor to have him they they have a really cool looking podcast that i cannot wait to check out they were awesome enough to to really make things work with me here tonight on such short notice it's an honor to have this guy here on the show tonight i cannot wait to have the rest of them uh coming up in as, as soon as we can looks like he's one of the many podcasts uh well one of the many that is uh colleagues of the the bears brothers podcast ladies and gentlemen welcoming 
Mr. Nick Moreno. How's it going, man? Doing well. Larry, you have such an, you know, resurging voice. I, I just got back from the gym, and now I feel like I'm back in the gym ready to go, and I'm ready for this, uh, you know, one-on-one action going right now. I love it. Hey, gentlemen, good sirs, it is an honor. I get, you got you to gotta have energy. You got to love the energy because that's what it's all about. Vince has his own brand, and I love it. The, 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 trust me, y'all, you want to catch him on the X Squad. Great stuff over there uh, with, of course, Sports Done Right. And once again, Nick Moreno, cannot wait to hear your stuff over there. So let's go ahead and get on to this one here. It's going to be some fun. Without further ado, let's get into the debate. So, ladies and gentlemen, these two gentlemen here are about to go at it. Let's get into it. So, you have a couple minutes apiece. They're usually two-minute rounds. We're going to see where we go with that tonight. We have exactly 30 minutes left here on the show. Great timing. Here we go. So, all right, y'all. Opening statements. This is always the fun one. Opening statements. Minnesota, of course, will go first. Vince, you are the away team. Nick, you will follow up since you are the home team in Soldier Field on Monday night. Mr. Vince, opening statement with you first. Here we go. The Vikings this season haven't been too shabby but then again they haven't been so great unfortunately with some quarterback mix-ups give us your quick and dirty thoughts within the first we have two minutes give us your quick and dirty hits on the season so far for the vikings and then kind of give it to us on why you believe this team's gonna head on into soldier field and leave with a victory you have two minutes begin Two minutes. First off, let me tell you, this is actually coming from a kid who was born on the west side of Chicago. So I got credibility on both sides of the aisle. But anyway, here is the thing. Yeah, the Vikings, we were having some tough, tough issues with our quarterback. Sam did practice today. He said he felt good. If uh, he can go, if he feels good, I think we can eke out a victory down there um, on Lakeshore Drive. But let me tell you something, man. It's always tough for Minnesota whenever we play it down in Soldier's Field. I mean, that's just the truth about it. So I don't care. The Vikings could be undefeated. The Bears could be winless. Whenever the Vikings go down there, man, it is a nail-biter. So um, I'm, I'm predicting a close, close victory for my Vikings, especially with Sam in there. And I'll say probably a, a typical 24 to 21 Vikings victory. But again, all depending on the quarterback issue. Um, other than that, man, Skull Vikings, forget that bear down stuff. I love it. Hey, that was a minute, 10 seconds. Perfect. That's all you need when you're dealing with the Bears. You ain't got to go over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shots fired. Nick. What up, Nick? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm waiting for my session to get going. <laughs> Defend yourself, sir. Why? What have you seen so far in these first couple of games for the Bears? You guys took out the freaking – I mean, come on, man. You guys took out the Steelers. This team has been okay. Trubisky makes a start this week. Tell us what you've seen in the first couple of weeks. What can we expect from Trubisky? And, of course, give us your thoughts on why you think your Bears will take out the Vikes this Monday night. You have two minutes. Well, to, to begin, I mean, when you really think about it, the Bears' play, has, they've been so inconsistent. And it really starts with Mike Lennon as quarterback. The guy had more interceptions than he had touchdowns on the season. Five to four ratio. And we, the Bears also, they play competitively against the Atlanta Falcons. They had four plays to win that game. Then they come out, get blown out by Tampa Bay. Then somehow, some way, beat the Steelers and then get blown out again against the, the Green Bay Packers. So it's been very inconsistent, and that's been due to the quarterback. 
But now you put Trubisky in. There's a new sense of hope in Chicago. And what the, he brings to this offense, he can actually roll out. He can find guys, even though we don't have many weapons on the outside, especially at wide receiver, he's going to make play, give those players some time. And you, you hit on it. The Vikings have not played very well in Chicago. Since 2000, they're 3-14 and 14 in Chicago. And when the Vikings were on a surge last season, had one of the best defenses in the league, were even being compared to the 85 Bears at one point, they went to Chicago and fell flat. The Bears were able to run over 150 rushing yards. Jay Culler did not turn the ball over. We sacked Sam Bradford five times, and the Bears ended that streak for the Vikings. And then their season kind of took a downhill. So the Bears are going to come back on Monday night with Trubisky starting and take over, and they're going to win the game 23-17. One minute, 20 seconds. <laughs> so much heat. So much fire. I love this. Gentlemen, if you guys listen to the first primetime showdown here between Mr. Justin, okay, Mr. Justin uh, Ekstrom and Mr. Fat Mac, of course, awesome guy from uh, New Orleans. If you guys, I mean, trust me, Vince, I think you might have, Nick, if you want to go back and listen to that first one, Vikings and uh, Saints in that first uh, first primetime showdown for the first week, that was fire. They were going at it. like It was getting nasty at the end. They shook hands like gentlemen, but it was awesome. <laughs> this is kind of where this one is going. So here we go, y'all. Let's go ahead and jump on into the next question. All righty. So here we go. Getting into the lightning round now. So opening statements are in. Final scores are already in. Let's go ahead and get on in to the thoughts on this team, on your teams right now as a whole on each side of the ball and what they can do. Personally, my thoughts are as follows. The Vikings have one of the best defenses, in my opinion, in the entire league, and they will continue. The offense, they falter. That's kind of their downfall. As for the Bears, the offense, well... <laughs> Yeah, Uh, but the defense, they've had, you know, some, they're okay. So in my opinion, defensive battle could be. However, do you guys agree or disagree with that? My personal opinion is that's how it's going to be. But once again, agree or disagree. You started off with with agree or disagree, number one. And number two, inside the question of two minutes, answer me this. Do you feel right now, because I'm going to throw it on the defenses, why can your guys' offense score on these defenses. So this time we're going to start it off with Mr. Nick. You have two minutes. Once again, do you agree that's going to be a defensive game, number one? And number two, how can your offense score on the counter defense? Nick, you have two minutes to begin. So I definitely agree this is going to be a defensive battle between both teams because when you really think about it, these defenses are far ahead of where their offense could be. Even though the Vikings have... I just wanted to pause that for a quick second. It's Nick Moreno, by the way. Solid Bears fan that knows what he's talking about, but he's going to make a very interesting point. The here. show it is an oh shoot, I messed up. Dang it! But anyway, we'll replay that sports done right. Like I said, half hour, but wonderful, wonderful job, uh, Larry B. Great job on his show earlier today. Three and out. Make sure you follow Larry B. As well. Um, with that being said. Let's get into a little more music, and we'll be back. We'll continue the sports talk. We're going to move over to the NFL. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Vikings and Bears. We're going to talk about them Falcons because I know we got some Georgia folks listening. Larry, Raiders, Raiders, can they get it done before they make the big move down to Sin City? And what's going on in Los Angeles? Now, in 61, 1961, for you millennials, 
The Chargers, it's, I think they spent one year in Los Angeles, and the owner back then moved the team to San Diego because in 1961, that owner said that Los Angeles cannot support two teams. They barely want to support either one of these teams out there. And embarrassing that the Chargers playing in a soccer stadium with a capacity of 30,000, which is great for soccer. Not so great for an NFL football team. And now the Chargers have to use tarps to cover up seats in a 30,000 seat stadium, which by the way now has become a destination for visiting team fans. And I think, who was it, the Eagles last week that took over? Their fans took over? Out there. I mean, embarrassing. Just the, 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 the whole Charger scenario has just been utterly embarrassing. And now they're, they're here and they're waiting to get into this new stadium that they will share with the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, this is not going to, I don't think, end too well for the San... <laughs> Listen to me, I, San Diego Chargers. The hell. LA is fake fans <laughs> like Atlanta, Big L says. Oh, man, that's great. Thorny says good for them. Shouldn't have left San Diego. Couldn't get the stadium deal done. You know, California, liberal state. Even though uh, San Diego is probably uh, one of the last bastions of any type of conservative thought within the inner city. Um, But that has definitely changed down there. And they just couldn't get a stadium deal done. Um, I've been to what's uh, what's it called now Qual Qual uh, Qualcomm Stadium when I was a kid. When watched Dave Winfield play with the Padres, my cousins lived in San Diego. Cool stadium in the seventies and eighties. Not so cool anymore. I don't know. It's too bad they couldn't figure out a way to get it done there. Who knows? Maybe it can still happen. But I doubt it. And it's too bad because San Diego deserves a football team. I think they, I think, look, San Diego is very close to L.A. It's a couple hours drive. Um, I get it. But look, they. I, I think San Diego has a very dedicated fan base down there. Um, check out San Diego Sports Junkies podcast. Um, I, we've talked with them before here. And now San Diego's just a baseball town. You know, they used to have the Clippers. Clippers left for L.A. Now the Chargers leave for L.A. And L.A. doesn't want anything to do basically with either one of these teams. You know, the Rams draw a little bit more, but they're playing in the Coliseum. And, you know, they may be getting 40,000. You know, if that place is full for football, it holds over ninety. 
And Thorny Switch is absolutely right. They should not have left San Diego. Got to find a way to make some of this stuff work. If they were smart, they would have looked at a totally different market. I mean, if you're going to move, okay, fine. That's one thing. But it's like this, man. It isn't going to work in L.A. The, and the Rams, you know, that's that's the historical kind of, that's the legacy team. So any support, and, and as I just said, not a whole lot of support is going their way. So just bad moves all the way around, man. Bad moves all the way around. Sports done right, Friday night edition. Loving it. This hour brought to you by Woodfield Reserve. (laughs) Mm. Ah, it's good stuff. Vince Wright, sports governor. Got the monitors going here. (laughs) Anybody watch this show live, PD? Cops live. I'm sorry, man. I'm hooked on that show. (laughs) I am just hooked on that show. Uh, We do have some college football tonight. Boise State at BYU. We'll give you an update on that score as soon as that comes back on the monitor. Um, Some Big Ten uh, hockey action going on. Again, big day tomorrow on Big Ten football. And what else we got going on here in the world of sports? Waiting for that Boise State score to come in. (laughs) Thank you, Thorny. I am sipping very, very slowly. And I can't wait. My fraternity brother, Michael Coffey, the colonel, as he's known here on Sports Done Right from Kentucky, uh, is going to be coming back home. And we're going to be checking out the Gopher homecoming here against Illinois in a couple weeks. And he is bringing me... A engraved bottle with my name on it of Woodfield uh, Reserve bourbon. I cannot wait. Thank you, Colonel Coffee, by the way, for that. Um, great dude, one of my best friends. All right, so it looks like Boise State says here on the monitor outscored BYU 17 0 in the second quarter. Um, again, trying to get the score here as they're showing highlights. And Brett Rippin, Mark's kid, I believe, is the quarterback out there at Boise State. Looks pretty good so far as they're showing these highlights. What is the score? They are playing at BYU, and it is 17-7 at the start of the third quarter. Boise State over the Brigham Young Cougars or whatever they are out there. Brigham Young 1-4. and four, Definitely disappointing season for the, the Storm and Mormons out there. Um, but, you know, they... Every program has their down years. So we will see uh, Boise State 2-2 two and two this year. And let's see if BYU has what it takes. To come back and win at home. So we'll keep you tuned there. All right. Let's get into a couple more jams. 
Larry in our Spreaker.com chat room. A huge population of us in Southern California still feel the Raiders are the home team. Thorny says, good point. Look at that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the 30 for 30 special. Very good point, Larry. Very good point. I like that. This is a podcast. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's get into a little more jam, some music. Um, Start getting something in here for the ladies. Slow it down a little bit. Um, Keep that chat room going. Spreaker.com. Sports done right. A little music on a Friday night. And we will be right back after a couple of these uh, commercials. Hey, what's up, sports fans? You're looking for a different type of sports talk show, something you haven't heard before. You got to check out the BS3 Sports Show every other Saturday on 2 Live Stews Radio, 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Sports talk at its finest. Always have great guests playing some good hip hop. You don't want to miss it. Make sure to tune in to the BS3 Sports Show every other Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. This is your boy KC from the Kicking It With KC Show. And after 10 o'clock, when my wife go to sleep, I'm listening to the Spicy Conversation Show. Yes, it is pure enjoyment. No, I ain't doing nothing. Uh-uh. I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Say what? No, not no my computer not. No, I won't no. Okay. Yo, this is your boy. Kicking it with KC show. And when I wanna jam on a Sunday evening, I'm kicking back with my man, Mandelion. Listening to some jams and also engaging topics. Be sure to tune in. X Squad Affiliates. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. And when I am chilling in the executive mansion, my radio is always tuned to the Kicking It With KC show. When I need to find out what's happening on them streets in the ATL, I'm always tuned in to KC Ingram. Spreaker.com, 2 Live Studios Radio, also XSquadAffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking out my main man, KC Ingram. Peace. What up, all you boxing fans? This is Vince Wright, the sports governor, and me and Gilbert Batista are the host of Ringside on IE Sports Radio. Make sure you keep it tuned to IE Sports Radio, Spreaker.com, for the latest edition of Ringside. All the boxing news you need right here. Keep it tuned, Spreaker.com, IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Coming to you live from the sports mansion in the palatial estates here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. back live and direct from the Govs Mansion here in the Twin Cities. That's right. Lakeside living with Vince Wright, sports governor. And we are back to talk a little bit more. College football, NFL. You got NBA going the Houston Astros kicking all kinds of you-know-what. And a team to definitely look out for. By the way, Astros lead that series 2-0 with an 8-2 victory over the hated Boston Red Sox. So uh, Dustin Pedroia struggling, uh, rest of the Red Sox struggling. They got to figure it out soon or else they're going to get steamrolled by the Astros. But look, this is the Red Sox. We've seen this before. They are not out until they are out there. You know, kind of like the Yankees. They They kind of have that luck every once in a while. But until now... It is all Astros, man. Um, six home runs already for him. Pitching phenomenally. So, congrats so far to Houston. Especially, uh, obviously, everything they're going through down there. And, again, I was looking through some uh, earlier articles. Coaches on the hot seat already. CBS Sports. Butch Jones. Barry Odom, Missouri. Now, Butch Jones is the one to keep the eye on. He's kind of at a status, a high status here. And um, after Thorny's team went through there and uh, literally decimated this team, uh, that doesn't sit well with the folks up there in Tennessee. So keep an eye on him. In Big Ten country, Mike Riley. You know, Nebraska, again, is kind of a program that has to kind of get readjusted to a new normal. You know, they think that it's still Tom Osborne time. And while Nebraska is still a very good program, a very good team, uh, some of the best facilities in the country, that's why they're still very relevant. Haven't really taken the coach, Riley. Then you go back down to South Ole Miss here, and this, again, this is a Dennis Dodd article. Matt Luke, Ole Miss interim coach, has done okay, but with so many possible big-time possibilities to replace Hugh Freeze, the administration isn't retaining an interim. So that's a good point. Who's going to get that job? Who is going to get 
the Mississippi job. That'll be very interesting. Again, Mississippi, you know, solid program, SEC. But, you know, kind of a underachieving program. I mean, got to number one, what, once or twice. But while well, it winds up losing. Again, Vince Wright, sports governor here. Sports done right. Friday night edition. Normally the Govs on uh, Tuesday. But just wanted to get my voice out there, uh, express my thoughts on a couple of things. And look at that, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Hockey in Las Vegas, Nevada. And they win their first game of the year. And they take down the Dallas Stars, formerly my Minnesota North Stars. And as of right now, they have not given up a goal. (laughs) But yeah, Golden Knights, hockey, professional hockey in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. Um, They weren't playing, by the way, in Las Vegas tonight. They were uh, in Dallas. But all the more impressive for this new expansion team to pull off a very big win. And uh, scored with uh, just under three minutes left on a beautiful uh, breakaway and a fantastic goal. Two to one, the Las Vegas Golden Knights over the Dallas Stars. Props to the boys from the desert. In. Indeed. All right, let's get back to that list. So there's a couple more uh, names here I wanted to bring up. And uh, I talked about him a little bit, Ed Ogeron. Probably now on the hottest of all hot seats, like uh, it says in this article. But when you lose to Troy at your homecoming, at home, under the lights at Baton Rouge, that ain't going to sit well. Out West, Todd Graham over at Arizona State. Sun Devils' two losses this season have come by a total of eight points. One of those was against Oregon, which looks good now. That is not a good defensive team, and we'll find out a lot more in Arizona State their next three games as they play, and that is, yeah, tough. Tough stretch coming up for the Sun Devils. Washington, Utah, and Southern Cal. There's a familiar name, Rich Rodriguez. Uh, Rich had uh, turned around the program it looked like down the road in Tucson. Um, Go from Arizona State to the University of Arizona. So he's, uh, Dennis says here, Rich Rod is about where we thought he would be. His Wildcats racked up 60 points against Northern Arizona and UTEP but lost to Houston and Utah. So again, Rich kind of me stuck. We'll see what happens with Arizona. We'll kind of make it a point to keep an eye on them. Um, rest of these uh, coach over at Kentucky, Paul Haynes, uh, Gary Anderson out at Oklahoma State. And we'll just end this with two names you have definitely heard of. And Big L, I don't know if you're still with us or listening, but one of them is Brett Bielema, 
the former Wisconsin coach, now the current Arkansas head coach. Let's see what he says here. Being pushed around by TCU plus a six straight loss to Texas A&M did not help Bielema's case. AD Jeff Long will have a big decision to make after year three. The next three weeks should tell a lot. Um, let's see. The Razorbacks play Southern, or Southern, listen to me, South Carolina, Alabama, and Auburn. Big L, yo. How you feeling about uh, your head coach, Brett Bielaman, your Razorbacks down there, homie? And then another familiar name out at UCLA, Jim Mora on the list. Josh Rosen doesn't have an offensive line, a defense, or a running game, but he does lead the country in touchdown passes with um, 17. How do you get rid of the coach of a quarterback who's a Heisman finalist? And then the flip side, coaches who have take who took themselves off the hot seat. Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Kelly is proving it's possible to have a down year and bounce back. The Irish only the Irish's only loss is by one point at home to Georgia. <laughs> Kelly has regained control of the team that had lost its way. Notre Dame is a New Year's six bowl contender. And then uh, he has Cliff Kingsbury down at Texas Tech. New quarterback, new defense apparently too. Um, So things are looking a little bit better, I guess, down there in uh, Texas Tech country. Uh, David Gibbs' defense has gone from worst in the country to 110th. All right, that qualifies as improvement in Lubbock. After a 3-1 start, a bowl is a possibility. All right, oh, there's Big L. Fire is burning hot in Arkansas. Coach B is about to be fired after next year when that $12 million buyout drops to six. Oh, Big L with the scoop. My man, and it, a lot more affordable. I mean, Arkansas's got some deep pockets. I mean, don't get it twisted. But if you can take off, uh, knock it down 50%, and get your buyout and just let them hang out for an extra year. That's what's going to happen. I hear you, Big L. Nice, nice. Ring the bell for Big L. Oh, man. We're in the last hour. Sports done right. So um, I think we're pretty much done. Oh, well, let's do this. Vikings Bears Monday night. And, um, you know, I played a little bit there for me and uh, Nick earlier on Larry B's show. But, I, again, I'm looking for our Vikings. Now, depending on if Sam Bradford plays, and even if he does play, I mean, who knows? His knee is such a uh, big question mark right now. That thing can just literally go at any time, stiffen up, whatever. Case Keenum just has to be ready to play this week, uh, just in case. But. Sam Bradford did practice today. He said he felt good. Let's see how he feels tomorrow after he wakes up, sleeps on it. So with that being said, I'm again, 24-21, somewhere in there, um, win for our Vikings. 
But anything can happen. The Vikings have only won twice in the last, uh, what, uh, what was it, 16, 16 visits down the Soldiers Field. It has uh, become the Bermuda Triangle for the Vikings. And um, like uh, Nick was saying there in the uh, interview on Larry's show, the Bears basically became the 85 Bears last year when they played the Vikings and shut them down at Soldiers Field last year. So the Vikings, and again, Vikings obviously coming off a lot. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook done for the year, torn ACL. We know that. Again, even if if um, Sam comes back, who knows how his knee's going to hold up. Uh, Keenum should just be prepared to play and, and ready to go. And um, by the way, the Vikings do get Michael Floyd back this week. Um, Mike has served his uh, suspension there for uh, the DWI that he got while he was still a member of the Cardinals down in Phoenix. And he is very excited to play. So, again, it's his first game back. Not expecting a whole lot, but if he can get going, um, we all know the talent that Michael Floyd has. You know, goes back to his Notre Dame games. He is a local talent. He is from... Uh, out of Creighton Durham Hall Private High School, one of the better football programs in the Twin Cities metro area over in St. Paul, Minnesota. So uh, the, the the local crowd is very, very excited to see what Mr. Floyd can do as well. So I appreciate it, Big L. Thank you. Big L says, great show, Vince. One love. Together, anything is possible. Appreciate that, Big L. So that's what I'm looking for Monday night. Um, we're going to have fun Tuesday night on Sports Done Right. It's going to be a very interesting game because all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you got Detroit up there. Exactly, Detroit. And I got to get John Fisher back on the show. We got to see what's up with his Eagles and get his take on his Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Oops, let me get that monitor back up here. So, again, Astros over the Red Sox, 8-2. to two. Hockey back, preseason NBA going on, NFL, um, all kinds of stuff going on with the NFL. Oh, of course, I haven't been on in a couple weeks. President going in after the players taking knees. Oh, man. And all of a sudden, it is a, a literal war of words between everybody now and the uh, NFL paying the price in some ways. However, when Trump made that his little tweet announcement and a couple of Fridays ago, he united a whole bunch of people as well. Big L, take it easy, my man. Thank you for hanging out. We got probably about 20 minutes left of the show. We're just going to end it with some music, play some some nice jams. 
end out this Friday night. Like I said, I just wanted to get my voice out there in a couple of things. And by the way, one of those things, Minnesota Timberwolves, I got to say, look real nice so far. They really, really, really do. And I like the way the starters look. Of course, it's preseason. I get it. I'm, they were over in China, be Golden State um, a couple nights ago or last night, whenever it was. But I, I just I like the way the team looks. And hopefully the rumors of, you know, Tom Thibodeau running these guys ragged in practices and whatnot doesn't come to fruition because – Minnesota is an underrated basketball town, and when basketball is hot here, it is the toughest ticket in town. When the T-Wolves were good with KG and Spreewell and Sam Cassell and all those guys, Zerbiak, one of the hardest tickets in town. The same at the Gophers. Basketball, Clem Haskins back in the day. Um, even though we had to give up our final four batter because there's a little academic uh, cheating going on, I guess. But on the court, Gophers got the number two in the country, made it to the final four in 98. And um, before that, they had had some nice NCAA runs as well and always a tough ticket. Of During Clem's time, man, it, it was very hard to get Golden Gopher basketball tickets. So, all right. Well, you know what? Let's do this because everybody's hung out with me. It's late on the East Coast. Let's just end the show right now on a nice little chill note. Um, I want to thank you all for joining the Sports Governor, Vince Wright. Again, look for those Vikings to eke out a victory, a much-needed victory in Soldier's Field. Make sure you go to xsquadaffiliates.com as well. Check out all the shows, all the great hosts over there. This is a podcast. And um, just make sure you follow me, Vince Wright, the sports governor. Uh, Twitter, at the big smooth one. That is me. Again, at the big smooth one, the number one. Vince Wright, sports gov. Make sure you follow us on Spreaker.com as well. And just be cool, be safe, enjoy the weekend. Um, We all know how fast these weekends go, but enjoy uh, some good college football, some good NFL football, Uh, so much to get into. I wish uh, I had some more time, but you know what? I think I'm just going to enjoy the last of this drink, kind of decompress after a very, very long week. And um, prepare for some uh, new changes and challenges coming up. So you guys be cool out there. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.